0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is a Fastbreak Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Anderson, and we are officially into the 2017-2018 NBA season. Now with our NBA playoff predictions, we're doing it on the night that NBA preseason starts. Mm-hmm. Alongside me is Ricky Bummer. What's up, up, guys? And Dave Oster. Basketball is finally back. And we are so excited. I missed out on the Carmelo Anthony trade, which I'm mm-hmm. bummed out about. We also have
1: today's International Podcast Day. Oh, there we're we go. We're recording, recording this on International and Podcast guess what? Day. It.
0: This is the best part. Yeah. They will not be listening to it. No. On the international no. Podcast. <laughs> well, we're
1: recording it on international. That functions. is true. Had so to mention it's it. a spirit, you
0: know? Yeah. We are excited to bring a great podcast to you guys here on YouTube. And we're also glad to bring it to you on blog talk radio um, for all those people listening. And also want to give a shout out to Jake over on Patreon. He helped us out. So if you do want to go check that out, patreon.com slash most podcast, join Jake and Lindani and the lovely people over there. Definitely go check it out. We got some cool perks. And uh, I think Jake is now going to be on a, uh, a podcast. He's going to be on. One every month, so we will every month. So, you guys will be hearing Jake soon. So, uh, definitely go check that out if you haven't. But let's get into it. We're doing our playoff predictions for the 2017 2018 NBA season, we're gonna start in the Western Conference go to the Eastern Conference, and then the third video Mm -hmm. and third segment will just be going through the actual playoffs. So, Dave, let's go to you first. We're going to go to the Western Conference, run through your 1-8 through teams. Sure.
2: At number 8, I've got the Timberwolves, number 7, the Pelicans, and I'm going to get some shit about that, Uh, number 6, the Nuggets, 5, the Blazers, Four, the Thunder, even mm-hmm. though they got those acquisitions. Three, the Spurs. Two, the Rockets. One, of course, the Warriors.
0: And let's before we go to Ricky, I want to talk a little bit about the Pelicans. You can say people are going to give a shit about that think people are also going to give a shit about the Timberwolves as well. Because, again, looking back at this last week, I, I know you guys changed it a bit, mm-hmm. but the Timberwolves still take yeah, it too, they right? they're
1: still the second-best team in our rankings.
0: So, again, we want to clear up that, yes, everyone hated our rankings, which mm-hmm. is fine. You could yeah, hate our rankings. Totally But bad. those will not reflect into our playoffs, as Dave mm-hmm. has. The Timberwolves at 8. But when you're looking at the Pelicans, why do you have them at 7 over say the Timberwolves and why are you so high on them or just think, high at least making the playoffs? Yeah,
2: no, no. I, I think matchup wise they're a nightmare for other teams. They have the best uh, front court in the NBA and their backcourt's solid. Like honestly, their their weakest spot is uh, is small forward and mm-hmm. that one isn't even terrible. It's just there's still there's still some questions there. I just think that di- the duo of AD and Boogie right now is miles in front of any other bigs in the league. There's there's no one who can compete with that. And because of that, I just think it gives them such an advantage. The biggest question then is, you know, Rondo. uh, Do we expect to see the Rondo from, you know, playoff Rondo? Do we expect to see the Kings Rondo where he's stat stuffing? But it doesn't matter because he's doing such a good job distributing the ball that the team's able to take advantage. If Drew can stay healthy, like, there's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts about this team. But matchup-wise, they're a nightmare for teams.
0: Mm-hmm. I think we'll get a little bit into it more about the Pelicans mm-hmm. and that team. Um, I, I don't think it's bad if Rondo stats stuffing because that means he is still getting stats. That still means he's leading points. Yeah, it's points, just him passing up shots bogey. usually, you know? Yeah. Uh, Ricky, we're going to go to you. You're going to give us our your one through eight. I don't think you have the Pelicans, do you?
1: No, I do not. And I'm actually going to go different. I'm going to go one down. I got number one, no shocker, the Warriors. Two, the Rockets. And here was the interesting part of my rankings. Mm-hmm. Three and four. Of course it was going to be the Thunder and the Spurs, Mm -hmm. but what do I do? I first put it Spurs-Thunder, then I switched it Thunder-Spurs. That's what I ended up with. Then the big one. People are going to give you shit about the Pelicans. How about the T-Wolves at five? Jimmy Butler bringing them to the fifth seed. The unprovenness. Then I've got the Memphis Grizzlies at six, the Portland Trail Blazers at seven, and then rounding out my top eight, the Denver Nuggets.
0: And since I asked Dave a question about his, I'll ask a question about you. You're the only person with the Grizzlies in his playoffs. Mm -hmm. So looking at the Grizzlies, why'd you put them not only in the playoffs, but at six?
1: I look at that team. Well, I look at the West as a whole first, and I look at the Grizzlies and I go... They still got Mike Conley. Mm-hmm. They still got Marcus all The big question to me is Chandler Parsons. What can he bring to this team? Can he even be on the court? Because it's an inj- injury question yeah. for him. They're also a well-coached group. So, I mean, this is a team where am I expect? Like, the only reason I have them at six is because I think they'll be better record-wise than the Blazers and the Nuggets. Well, the big yeah, one-
0: that's why they'd be six. That's and how, above. That's well, how rankings but, work. But, that's how math works. No, but
1: the big thing is the Clippers. If the Clippers were in my playoffs... Clippers would be ahead of them, Grizzlies would mm. be at 7 or 8, but because I have the Clippers falling out, mm. then that's why yeah. they're not 7 and 8, they're at 6.
0: We'll definitely be talking about the uh, the uh, Timberwolves too, because I know mm-hmm. you mentioned them and that you're going to get a ton of shit for that uh, at 5, that might be a little bit high, but we'll talk about that after, and then in my playoffs, I'll go 8 through 1, starting from the bottom at 8, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves, 7, I have the Los Angeles Clippers who you alluded to, at number 6, I have the... Portland Trailblazers at number five. I have the Denver Nuggets at four. I have the San Antonio Spurs. Number three, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder, and two, I have the Houston Rockets. And one shocker, I have the Sacramento Kings. Yeah,
1: none of of us were going to put sleeper team. None of us were going to put the Lakers at one. Nadal no. ball number one. You dude. wanted to put the <laughs>
0: Lakers in just to fuck with. People. I was yeah. going
1: to just to screw with you guys, but I couldn't do it.
0: But anything. let's jump into the, some of these teams because I want to talk about the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I'm the only person that has the Clippers mm-hmm. uh, in, in my playoffs. Timberwolves, obviously, we all have them there. You have them at five, mm-hmm. and then I think we can talk about the uh, the one through four as well, since those stay around the same. And let's jump into the Timberwolves talk because I think that's going to be a lot of things that we get called out for. The fact that we all have them in the playoffs and then Mm -hmm. Ricky has them at five. We obviously got a ton of shit for having them at two in our power ranking because, again, that doesn't really reflect on our actual thoughts about Mm -hmm. the teams. But, Ricky, why do you have them at five? Because five still does seem pretty high. I mean, this was a spot last year where the Utah Jazz were able to take it, Mm -hmm. now losing Gordon Hayward. We have the Jazz all falling out, which I think is surprising. Why are the Timberwolves going to be taking over that Jazz spot? When
1: I look at everything, like... It's with the T Wolves and everything, it's a big picture thing in the West. There's a lot of moving pieces. First off, you mentioned the Jazz, so they were able to do it. Gordon Hayward and everything that they're going through, I think they're a team that could lose at, between like 15 to 20 games off of. So they're Whoa. not a 50 game winner this year. They'd be maybe low 40s at the best without Gordon Hayward. They're still a good team. Don't think they're going to be playoff-bound this this time. you got the Pelicans, who Dave mentioned. They add Rondo. They've got Drew Holiday now. They've got that backcourt. They can move up because, think about it, they didn't have DeMarcus Cousins all of last year. Mm-hmm. So they can move up in wins. I think Denver will be better. I think that the Clippers, the interesting thing is, how many wins do you think Chris Paul adds to that team? I think he's another one. This is a team that Well, it takes away from that yeah, team. Yeah, it takes yeah. away, I would say, And this is going to be very, maybe a little over the top, but I think Chris Paul can, by having him not on a team, that could take away 20 wins away from the Clippers as well. I have them falling out. And then with the Timberwolves, what they had, Jimmy Butler, you got Crawford now on the bench. You bring in veteran leadership like Taj Gibson. Cat doesn't need to be the end-all, be-all. Of course, he's going to be, like, he's not going to be the number 1 scoring option. You got Jimmy there. Really? You got Jimmy there to take the final shot, but Cat can be that top scoring option, but it okay. doesn't have to feel like he has to do it all on on his own.
0: And one thing I want to mention, I, I did get it wrong. Jazz were 4 last year, mm-hmm. Clippers were 5, so uh, they'd be taking the Timberwolves yeah. spot um, in, in some ways, but um, you say that the Clippers would be losing 20 wins. Last year, they had mm-hmm. 51 wins. Last year, the Minnesota Timberwolves yeah. had 31 wins, so pretty much, you're pretty much taking 20 oh, wins from the Clippers and adding 20 wins to the T-Wolves so getting back to that fifth spot.
1: And the thing with the Clippers, which is interesting, is they've got a lot to deal with. First off, they lose Chris Paul. Yeah. And yeah, we talk about Milos, but we don't know what Milos is going to add Pev. to this. We don't know what if that's going to be enough to fill the void of Chris Paul. It's not. Plus, when you know what I mean, I look
0: let's at, be honest. Chris yeah. Paul is a top three point yeah. guard and is probably a top ten all time in the NBA, he's not going to fill the role, yeah. But it's at least you have to at least you know slow the gap a mm-hmm. little bit, and yeah. you have a veteran point guard and Pat Bev who can play great defense, and can shoot from the outside, yep. and Milos is you know coming in as a playmaker, and he is a veteran, mm-hmm. you know, with his age at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, he's a guy that isn't going to be you know completely you know scared by the NBA game, so at least he'll be able to pass it off to guys like Blake and DeAndre um, and Danilo Gallinari. So at least you know it's not too much you're asking from him just to pass the ball to guys like Blake Griffin and but, DeAndre. Uh, Important.
1: Top of it, and this is the reason why I didn't have the Clippers in my playoff. This is kind of a prediction on me when, if and when Blake goes down, CP3 won't be there to save the day.
2: That's funny because I, I had the roughly the same thoughts. Like mm-hmm. honestly, for me, the the Clippers are like the the West is like a ten team deep, like playoff quality. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I want I want to bring that up before you get into that because sure. we, we, I think Ricky alluded to it a little bit, but looking at the teams that probably are for sure not making the playoffs. The Lakers and Suns, as we both did not put them in there. Correct. Um, I would say also, the,
1: I would say the Kings, even though I would I was, like them. At I, was the gonna,
0: I was gonna I was gonna go up as well. So no, the no Lakers problem. and Suns for sure. Yep. Um, Jazz probably are looking unlikely. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the Kings as unlikely as well. But then again, like you look at Dallas, the Pelicans. Um, Memphis because you I mean they've been making the playoffs consistently for a couple of years I mean there's probably for sure four outs mm-hmm. in in this Western Conference but other than that you still have a ton of teams that could possibly jump definitely. in there so I mean when you're looking at it Dave like what teams were you deciding to put in there with the Timberwolves at eight like w- which teams were you looking at and considering
2: yeah no for me for me it was definitely between if I want to go with the Clippers right away because honestly I don't think the fall is going to be that hard I just think that to get in the playoffs in the West this year, it's going to take 45 wins. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very close race, and I think that it's going to be a fairly top-heavy as well. So I think the Clippers will be close. They, I could definitely see them making it. The Jazz, I don't have as much faith in them coming back. Um, I think their offense, I just don't know how they're going to run an offense. That's honestly mm-hmm. the biggest question is, until I see that happen... I know their defensive capabilities. I know. Yep. I know the names. It's just a matter of like when you put together on paper, how are they going to put up more than eighty-five points a night? I don't know. Then the whole thing is, you yeah, know, they might not need to because they play such amazing defense. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's it's just a questionable move. And then, honestly, I I kind of want to root for an outside team like the Grizzlies or like the Mavericks, who have you know some veterans on their team who have done it. They've year in year out, like yep. we talked about. Uh, but I just there's so many younger pieces there that they're depending on. I don't see it happening this year. But again, wouldn't be terribly surprised.
0: And the one thing I want to bring up, at least for you guys, is that the Blazers are something where you know Dave had him at five, Ricky, you had him at seven, mm-hmm. and then I had him at six. So I mean, we think that they're going to be a playoff team. They yeah. barely made the playoffs last year. Do we feel like that they are for sure going to be in, or can a team like you know say Dallas or Memphis? take over a spot because Memphis and Dallas, they do have some veteran guys that they can rely on, like Harrison Barnes and Dirk Mm -hmm. for Dallas. Mm -hmm. Then you look at um, Memphis, you got Paul Gasol and and, uh, Mike Mike Connolly. Connolly, And obviously Dame is one of the best point guards in the league, and CJ's a really good uh, two behind him. But then other than that, I mean, we saw Nurkic arrive but can They mm -hmm. still have that magic from last year, and maybe teams will figure him out. Why are you guys confident that they're going to make the playoffs?
1: I'm going to go more on the second option that you said, where they were a team in my first rough draft, even my second rough draft, I didn't have them in the playoffs. I had them falling off. Well, the Nuggets were always consistent. The Grizzlies were in it. The first two rough drafts had the Clippers in it. And then when the Clippers fell out, I was really like, okay, who do I put in? Do I put the Pelicans in? That's what I did with my second one. I'm like, okay, Clippers fall out. Pelicans are at eight. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, I know they have Drew Holiday. I know that they added Rajon Rondo. And I know that, like, oh, that backcourt is, you can respect that. I still look at the Blazers and I go when you have a player like Dame when you have a player like CJ having those two top 5 players arguably at their position I said arguably Dave don't get those well, at at positions. positions at their yeah. positions yeah, individually okay at their yeah. positions you could say that. Can top will, five. That can will you into a playoff spot will it, even if it's the eight, seven, or eight seed.
2: Yeah, I love the depth on the Blazers. I think that they did the right thing in the draft. I w I can't wait to see Zach Collins and Swan again. Two of my mm-hmm. favorite players from college come in. I'm very, very interested. I know they probably won't have a huge impact rookie year, but like Zach Swan, Collins good. Collins? I, I think both of them, to be honest. Like I don't want to get too hyped, mm-hmm. but like the deep team. Al um, Farouk has been a consistent role player for his entire career. He's nothing but consistent. He's solid. He's never going to wow you, but like you know what you're getting. Uh, Noah Vonley has been good. Mo Harkless has been getting better, and still, I just think I like the depth there. I just honestly, for me, it's it, the difference was Nurkic. We've seen what he, he mm-hmm. was able to give them at the end of last year. Unfortunately, you know, obviously the injury going into the playoffs, so he wasn't 100 percent when he came back. But like, I think that those the three of Dame, C.J. and Nurkic. That ball moves well, and they have the toughness they need to compete down low. I just absolutely love what they bring to the table.
0: And one thing I want to do now, just get, kind of getting away from the bottom feeders so we can move back up the to the top. The bottom feeders. So, not bottom feeders, but at least the guys that sure. like, are you know, sure, in the, sure. the lower half. Um, we all had one team uh, you know, uh, solely that made the playoffs and didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Dave, you had the Pelicans. Uh, Ricky, you had the Grizzlies and I had the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to kind of make an argument for each single team that we picked okay. over the other ones. So the three teams that we have to to, to defend them against, um, Dave, you're going to be defending the Pelicans over the Grizzlies and Clippers. Ricky, you're going to be defending the Grizzlies over the Clippers and Pelicans. And I will be defending the Clippers over the Grizzlies and Pelicans. All right, we got mm-hmm. we got the idea. So Dave, I'm going to go to you first. Defend the Pelicans over the Grizzlies and Clippers and why they are more likely to be a playoff team compared to the other two teams
2: sure uh it's easy between demarcus cousins and anthony davis you have over 50 points a game you have over 20 rebounds a game and you have probably the you have the best tandem of bigs in the nba today on top of that you have the point guard who led the nba in assists uh two years ago and is now paired up with the guy who pretty much one one boogie plus one rondo was 11 assists a game for rondo Now you're adding Anthony Davis, now you're adding Drew Holiday, you're giving him more weapons to work with. Rondo, and a team that doesn't have a head coach who imposes his will on him to run that offense, run that defense, means Rondo has freedom to do what he needs to do. That's the best Rondo you get. That's when we saw him as most successful, and they have depth. That's the other thing that these other teams don't have, is you have a depth of guards. And Mm. like Ricky said, having amazing guards in the playoffs is what counts the most sometimes, that's when you get into shootout duels. I I have trust in that team.
0: Well, and when we look at it too, you look at Fred Hoiberg and how he was really not able to control Rajon Rondo, and a great coach like Rick Carlisle wasn't really able to control Rajon Rondo as well as there was obviously media backlash mm-hmm. in, in Chicago. And then obviously, but Hoi- Ho- there was different. in was there different. was there was no there was. I mean, it was it was more volatile in in Dallas, mm-hmm. but still, how can El- Elvin Gentry you know handle a, a guy like that? And you're also talking about the best front court in the NBA, however, this isn't a front court lead anymore, this is a guard lead, guard heavy lead. Which means the
2: difference between having good
0: guards and great guards versus good uh, front court and great front court, even bigger. But, then again, teams like... Out in the West, like mm-hmm. the Thunder, who can put up threes, the Rockets who can put up threes, and they're going to run up and down the court. And the Warriors will do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Who can really push the pace watched, and the tempo? We watched Boogie be able get. to fight back against the Warriors. Can he do we it, watch it on the bench him against the Rockets? Can we do it on the bench because he's averaging four personal fouls a game? We four is Four is not six, but he's been very close to <laughs> falling out for every single game. Especially when he he's makes running up most, and down the court, he's gonna be tired. He makes the most out of his opportunities. If you're not using all the fouls, you're not trying hard. So enough. the thing that I will look at is I will yeah. take the two most athletic front court and Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. I would say they're more athletic, at least. A- athletic, not okay. more skilled, because okay. I would take Blake athletically over uh boogie? over boogie yeah, and fair. then and then DeAndre I would take I would take AD I think it's the split but, but then again DeAndre is an athletic freak I would take the guys that can run up and down the court with him and I will take a guy with Pat Bev who's consistently been on a rocket team that's been making the playoffs for the past couple of years has that knowledge and the ability to play defense against Steph Dame and these great point guards mm-hmm. in the Western Conference. I don't know how Drew Holiday and John Rondo can play defense like that Rondo against, against West, it. But did we not just watch every that happen? Lead. Did he not just almost sweep the Celtics single okay. handedly? Hey, can I bring this up? I <laughs> tease five. I five <laughs> two. He's a Hobbit. All right, Rajon <laughs> Rondo's not. And, Are we going and, and we're going to more. We're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> Steph Curry. Steph can, guard. Steph can. Steph can, <laughs> Steph can light him up from the outside. Chris Paul can. Beat them to the to the dribble every single time. They can put bodies on Rajon Rondo. It wasn't able to do that. That's one series. This is 82 games, and then you're talking about playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yep. I will take Milos and, and, and Pat Bev, because yes, Milos is you know an unproven guy, but then again he doesn't have that that you know kind of attitude problem that you have. You don't know what he's going to do from the outside. He is more of a mystery. You know what you're getting from Rajon Rondo. And then you also have Danilo Gallinari, who's one of the most underrated players in the NBA in my mind because this guy can be a 20 point scorer night in and night out and be super efficient from the floor. So I will take. That even if Blake is hurt, I will take that over the Grizzlies too. Because who the fuck are the Grizzlies besides well, Mike Conley and Marcus Off? And
1: that's where Sean, I'm sorry, your team's the easiest to defend the Grizzlies over. Because I don't know about that. Blake Griffin hasn't played 80 games since 2013 2014. Kind of hard to do anything when you're only out there. And the second most was 67 and 14 15. Hard to do anything when you're not out there. And Blake Griffin, it's a question, not if he's going to get injured, when he's going to get injured. Now he doesn't have CP3 there to help him out. So that's why I think the Clippers are the odd one out.
0: Yeah, you also talk about your starting point. You, well, you really talk about your starting shooting guard. Ben McImore hasn't played 68 games. And here's, here's to the thing
1: the Pelicans are a different, like, they're the hard one because Dave mentioned a lot. You got Drew Holiday. You got Ray John Rondo. You got Anthony Davis. You got Demarcus Cousins. Here's my only problem with that team. What's going to happen? When it gets in the middle of the season, and either something happens in the locker room or something happens that just pisses Rajon off, you don't have that coach to keep Rajon in check. Alvin Gentry is not the same kind of coach that you have with the Grizzlies. I the best thing the Grizzlies have is coaching. Take that—that's the data. best thing you can take that for data. Also, I will, I will another agree. thing you can take for data: this Grizzly team since twenty ten twenty eleven. Don't care who's at the helm. Could be Lionel Hollins. Could be Jaige Bombs. Could be David Fisdale. They make the playoffs.
0: And one thing, just, just is what you they took do. A, and one, well, also just you look. They do you look at the Clippers? They've also been making the playoffs consistently. Yeah. it's not like they have not been doing it. They've been making the playoffs. But consistently. this is the
1: year they don't have CP3. Since
0: you took a shot at the health, Chandler Parsons has never played 80 games in his career. Yeah, but
1: they can make the playoffs without Chandler Parsons.
0: Can they? Because they don't have any offense besides Mike Conley and and Marcus. Gasol. And I will take. They just the, lost Zebo. Ju- I mean. <laughs> That's why. That that's the thing, is you've <laughs> lost your
2: big scoring big. So honestly, like for me, dude, your team is like who are rolling shit. in off the D League? Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, like, that is James not
0: Oh Ooh shit. Sorry. <laughs> He's the only person who I see will three games that'll be slow as hell going up and down the floor. I mean, Ooh, yeah, th- Ben McLemore, who was a scrub off the Kings. The well, Kings sit. didn't even want this guy.
2: Yeah. And you I'm sorry. He's right. Blake's done. Like, you got you got no chance. That that's why the
1: Pelicans but are I the mean, easy pick I mean, for the let's be honest, Like the the Pelicans, like, they're a team where it's like you, you, I you feel question like...
2: what happens if Rondo gets taken? Rondo and Boogie or best friends on the Kings, but
1: like when like you, you have a Sean said it's like okay, score all the twos you want down low. I'll just shoot threes. Boogie shoots yeah. five threes a game. Oh, and here's yeah, here, only here, five. Oh, but here's the other
0: thing. Here's the other thing. His team can't shoot threes. Who's shooting threes on that team? <laughs> ben McElroy? Oh no, Gasol. I'm, I'm Gasol. talking
1: about when we get to like the Rockets and Warriors <laughs> and those kind of oh, teams. Yeah. Because to the Pelicans. Your team play can't round shoot one? threes. So but we're no, talking I'm about getting to the playoffs. We're talking about getting to the playoffs. No, I'm just saying if you do get to the playoffs, you're not going anywhere. I have Austin
2: Rivers. Austin Rivers. You got the coaches so i to throw that out you there. The <laughs> I was say, you might not have you, up might Austin. have you might not have Doc Rivers as a coach by the end of the year. No, but i have Austin Rivers. <laughs> Probably.
0: Probably. Let's go to the top four where these teams are terrible because it really doesn't matter if the Clippers make the playoffs or the Pelicans make the playoffs or the Grizzlies make the playoffs. We know these top four teams, mm-hmm. unless barring some major injury, are making the playoffs. And the thing I want to talk about is, Dave, you had the Spurs at three. Ricky and I both had them at four. Why are you going with the the old guard in the Spurs um, getting over the Thunder compared to the Thunder, who are more of a f- formally meshed team. I think I think it's jail
2: time. That's that's honestly my best opinion is jail time. the The Thunder are on paper a more talented team than the Spurs, no doubt in my mind. The Spurs just get it done though. The regular season is about conditioning, it's about pace, it's about coaching. Like those three things can separate a team out. Because guess what? The pace of play. They're going to play it their way. They're going to do their game. They're going to, you're going to watch meaningful minutes out of Paul Gasol at 39. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, when playoffs happen, we're going to be a little concerned. But for the regular season, I think this team has a deep enough team, and because they're so well coached, you can use that depth correctly. You can make sure that you know guys like Kawhi aren't playing 38 minutes a night.
0: Unlike, unlike the Timberwolves. About, don't forget about Rudy be, Gay. You know, and I know it's going to be weird. You yeah. do have Rudy Gay, but then again... You have a how, better score option. Uh, and you do, and obviously you lost Jonathan Simmons and you lost joint um, well, uh, Dedman as well. I'm mm-hmm. trading up there. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, but then again, those were two guys coming off the bench that did brought, bring a lot of energy in Dedman, and you also had Simmons. Dedman who again, I liked, yeah. yeah who, who brought you know a lot of energy to I that team. If I hear Simmons' so.
2: story again, I swear to God, it's going to blow my brains out. Like, every time he touched the court in the playoffs, do you not remember? The national announcers had to tell the story of how he was a D-leaguer how he was cut, all this stuff. Like, it was no, that just, was Deadman. No, that was well, both Jonathan
0: Simmons.
1: Yeah, them it, it was rough.
0: Um, but I, I don't know. I look at this and I think Ricky, you're on the same pace as mine. Well, is that you?
1: Originally, at- I had it like Dave. Originally, well, so I, I, I had them at three. But I think
0: it's just con- I'm conditioned to do that. Well, I'm conditioned <laughs> to tru- trust <laughs> Patty, well, and
1: that's yeah. the thing. Where at first I was like, okay, Warriors are one, Rockets are two, because I like Harden CP3, and like Dave said, the gel time with the Thunder. Then with the Spurs, I'm like, okay, Spurs three, because Pop is just going to get it done. But then I started to think about it, and I went, Ricky, think about yourself. You really care about backcourts in this NBA. Tony Parker, Danny Green is good, but like he's nowhere near the other backcourts in this top four. Mano mm-hmm. Ginobili, the bar of soap out there. This is not a backcourt-heavy team. Do they, need, Mills. do they need to be? Maybe not, because they've got Kawhi Leonard, and he's the star of this team but there is just part of me that's like yeah the thunder might take time to gel but when they do they'll edge the spurs out just by pure talent of winning games and they'll finish barely 3 over 4 but i could see it flipped i yeah. could see it flipped like well, dave has and he. the
0: thing is is that yes it might take them time to gel but then again mm-hmm. russ russ is still going to be able to control that ball and if they're not gelling that still doesn't mean carmel anthony one of the one of the best scorers in the league mm-hmm. isn't gonna be able to score points. Paul George, who yeah. was putting up twenty-eight in March and April, isn't gonna be able to knock down open threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's gonna be having weapons around him that he didn't have last year. And this team's still in the Thunder with what the six seed. So I still think that the Thunder can get up to that three seed and win games more consistently because yes, you you know, you might need time to gel, but then again Paul George and Carmelo Anthony were expecting to play with each other anyways. So it's something where they might have that in mind. And they all seem to be coming together. And I think one of the best things for them is Russ signing that extension, kind of saying, I'm all in. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to help make sure that this works. And I'm going to devote my time to OKC. And you even hear Paul George coming out today saying, this makes my decision, you know, a lot harder with Russ saying, mm-hmm. you know, he wants to stay in OKC because that makes me want to stay in OKC, mm-hmm. too, Quick. if he's if he's putting all of his dice on the table or Quick, whatever. Quick, two
1: things I want to mention about table. that since you brought it up is, one, by Russ signing that contract, he makes sure that uh, OKC doesn't get burned to the ground because yeah, that yeah. whole city would get it burnt to the ground with all the fires. He getting a statue. Like. He's getting a statue now outside the stadium. Two, when it comes to the Paul George stuff, talk to me at the end of the season because what you say now... Players say one thing and at the end of the season they do another.
0: No, it does. But yeah. I mean, but then again, I still feel like you know, you can it, it's been a huge step in the right direction. I, I agree, Russ's signing
2: definitely put some confidence behind Paul George and, and maybe thinking the future isn't only in LA for him. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying as far as the Spurs are concerned, did they get worse or better than last year?
0: Um I team? feel like they didn't improve. Like I, I do you feel like they feel like got worse? They like won 61 games last year. I don't year think they got worse, but I, like, but I but I feel like other teams that's got the thing. I feel like other teams got better. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I want to say is that, yes, they didn't get worse, but they didn't improve. And you, I think they, you could also say that they might have gotten worse because of the loss of Tony Parker and that he might not be there for a long time. And he was you know, a guy that is still old but still brought a lot to this team. We mm-hmm. do have to wrap this up because we're coming up to that uh, 29-59 that we have to close in on. Um, I just feel like I want to close it up. Warriors, obviously, number one. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have to defend that. The Rockets, I think that the, it's going to be interesting to see what the Spurs and Thunder do, but I think you guys can agree with me there. But it, on this, that... With adding guys like Luke Mamamute, you have Chris Paul, all this, I just feel like you're not waiting for that gel time, and their ability to score is going to blow out these bottom feeders. And then, yes, maybe the Spurs and Thunder and Warriors will be able to beat up on the Rockets because they're better teams, but the Rockets at least will be able to outpace other bad teams mm-hmm. the and the good wins and be up on Anton's the bottom offense. feeders. offense, absolutely agree. So but let's move on to the Eastern Conference playoffs. We're going to go through our one through eight, just like the Western Conference. We're not going to do the uh, the pitted against because we don't have any three different teams special for that if you just came over from the Western Conference video, um, but it's still going to be a good video nonetheless, so stick around if you're on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed, definitely hit that subscribe button. But Dave, we're going to you again Take us through your one through eight, or eight through one, however you want to do it I in like the Eastern Conference. It, I like rolling eight through one. I like me personally. I like the bigger view like, and this oh. is and this is different too because the one actually might be different for could be contested. us because it, no one was picking you know against the Warriors number one in the West. Yeah. But you're right.
1: 76ers, number one. You got me. You
0: know. You know me. thought <laughs> anybody puts the 76ers at one, it's me. I thought my Kings joke was pretty funny. Yeah,
2: no, no. Uh, number eight, I have the Hornets uh, sneaking back in the playoffs again. Number seven, I got the 76ers. Uh, very fitting. Definitely could be a surprise. Six, the Heat. Love, uh, love Waders County. I can't not say it. I'm sorry, Heat fans. I know it's Wade County. Just don't kill me. Uh, five, the Raptors. They're falling off a little. Four, the Bucks. Love them. Three, the Wiz. Two, the Celtics. One, the
0: Cavs. And there you go. The Cavs at number one, which is mm-hmm. something that we didn't see last year, and I think that's going to be something that uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit later. Uh, I'm honestly surprised, though, that you didn't put the 76ers higher than that. I wanted to put them higher, but— Was uh, it the practice video where they were just breaking shots? Dude, you saw that? Yeah. Okay,
2: because I didn't want to admit to that if I wasn't going to bring did it up. Did you see
0: that, Ricky? No, I did not. So they're in practice, it was it's pretty. like— uh, Sorry,
1: I don't, I don't keep tra- tabs well, on the 76ers. It was all on Twitter all and hours. stuff. Yeah.
0: I think it was— uh, All hours of the day, I, mean. I think it was JJ—was it Rocco? Was I, in there? I think he might have been. And uh, just, some, some other player, and they are just <laughs> bricking shots. Like, it was like 10 shots that these guys just all brick in a row.
1: Intentionally bricking? No. no like, okay. they were shooting
0: threes and just bricking them. Okay. Like, it was just it was it was bad. They just shoot around. It did not look good. No,
1: it's uh, it's actually well, the
2: injury concerns, and the, it's such an unknown.
0: God, well, this is a
2: team that just has so many question marks.
0: We'll, we'll get to the Sixers, because, yep. I mean, we'll... well let's,
2: let's continue the rundown. Yeah, we'll, we'll
0: get through it, because, I mean, the Sixers are a, a hot team in in our playoffs. Ricky, yep. let's go to you. Go through our 1 through 8 or your 8 Yeah, I'm gonna go, going I'm going to
1: gonna go 1 through 8 only because you guys can see them all anyways. You got the Celtics up there number 1, Cavs number 2. It's not going to matter. Cavs don't care if they're the 1 seed or the 2 seed. They can be the 8 seed and still roll through the playoffs. You've got the Wizards at 3, the Raptors at 4. Woo, no surprise there. Then you have the Bucks at 5. I'm shocked I have the 76ers the highest because I do think That I always make fun of you, Dave, for Joel Embiid being injured Mm -hmm. most times than not. But I have them at six. The Hornets, I'm really high on them. I love Dwight Howard coming over to the Hornets. And I like the thing you sent us, Sean, saying that the Hawks players were all happy that uh, Dwight Howard got traded.
0: Yeah, us. Dwight's a bum in the locker room and a bum on the court.
1: And then rounding out my top eight, the Miami Heat. Stay woke. At eight.
0: And there you go. Uh, yeah, stay woke about Dwight Howard because <laughs> that guy's not fucking making the playoffs. Get the fuck out of here. Um, he doesn't make the Hornets all suddenly that much better. They didn't
2: need to be that much better than to make the playoffs in the East, though. That's the thing. I mean, they, were, the they East. weren't the ninth seed. I don't
1: like, think they were the East. I, I like him being paired up with his old they coach that he had in... Um, Orlando. You
0: see, I want to. Uh, I'm going to call some bullshit on that real quick mm-hmm. because, and also the Hornets were 11 last year. So I that's mean, what I said, they, yeah, they had like what three? Yeah, they had. They were four games out. Um, the thing I want to bring up though is the bullshit and the myth about the whole his old coach. It's not like Dwight Howard's going younger and he's the fucking athletic freak he was last year. No, like back last it, time he played with Steve a Clifford. But it's the coach that
1: knows how to get the most out of you.
0: No, he knew how to get the most out of 27 year old, fit and athletic. Dwight Howard, who was an athletic freak, and now he's I playing with Clifford old men. I think Clifford can still work with It's like Dwight the same Howard. thing. Like, oh, he's lost a lot of weight. He's really coming That's into. The he's stories. coming into, Yeah, he's coming into training camp, real fit and tight. And then you're like, you've totally forget about that story because he looks like the same damn player he was last mm-hmm. time. Maybe he looks a little thinner. Like, the Caleb, east is the east Caleb. Lo- Caleb, lost. Caleb lost a ton of weight. Caleb still looks like Caleb. I mean, like, I Boogie I don't apparently. Know, fat Caleb looks nothing like skinny <laughs> Caleb. Boogie. I'm saying, like, on the court, um, <laughs> Boogie apparently lost a ton of weight, but. Boogie's still gonna be Boogie. I mean, like it's not like Boogie's now gonna be like driving in the lane. Boogie like, looks doing like younger Jordan all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's not like these guys are gonna be ripped, and it's not even like that really affects their play style. And I don't think the coaches, it's not like Dwight Howard's getting a time to see jumping back to Jameer Nelson, Peja Stoyakovic, and Rashad Lewis days. Hedo. Hido he he Not Peja, it's Hido. Yeah. My bad. Um I I don't buy another bullshit <laughs> about Dwight Howard. We'll get to him though. Um, I was gonna say, wow. I'm fucking sick of Dwight <laughs> Howard. how you feel. I, I, I am. I'm sick of Dwight Howard. I think you guys are overrating him. Um, we talked about that already in our fucking positional rankings anyways. But let's go into mine. Uh, number eight, I have the 76ers. I still think they're going to be a playoff team. I think it's going to take a little bit of time to for them to gel because, yes, they do like each other. These three players are faults. Simmons and, and beat. They look like they're best friends out there, yep. but that doesn't mean they're going to get along on the court. I think it's going to be taking some time to really find have everyone find their roles. Uh, number seven, we have the Detroit Pistons. I'm putting faith in Anthony's boys um, in, in, in Detroit. That's tough. They bit me in the ass last year. I think All I had them at, I, think, well, I think I had them at three last I year. I think I had them four. Yeah, which was a bad, bad prediction for me, but I think the Pistons can still bounce back if they are healthy. Six, I have the Miami Heat. The way they closed out the season and really gelling and coming together was really impressive i think they'll be able to take most of that back into this year i wouldn't be surprised if the heat jumped this team at five of the toronto raptors i not too high on the toronto raptors which i think we'll get to a little bit later number four we have the milwaukee bucks bucks and six number three we have the washington (laughs) wizards number two we have the cleveland cavaliers and number one we have the boston celtics and that's one thing that uh, i think we'll get to a little bit later is the fact that we keep bringing up these teams gelling and we really don't talk about it with Boston. Mm-hmm. And it's something where, you know, we look at the Thunder, and yes, they brought in two new players, but there's four new starters in this Cavs lineup. Or, sorry, in the Celtics lineup. So uh, yep. that's something we'll talk about a little bit later when we get to the Cavs and Celtics talk. But let's jump into the bottom three, because the bottom, uh, the one through five for us, all stayed the same, with just mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of tweaks. I think the Bucks and Raptors, I think were flipped on, on some of us. Um, the Cavs and Celtics were too. But six, seven, and eight, you guys picked the Hornets Uh, above me and put them in your playoffs but you left out teams like the Pistons um, the Bulls obviously for good reason Uh, the Pacers, Hornets uh, not the Hornets, sorry, the Pistons (laughs) the Bulls, the Pacers uh, the Hawks, Knicks, Magic, Nets why are you taking the Hornets over those teams that I just named? There was
1: was one team that like the Pistons to me, I'll be honest when I thought about my playoffs, didn't really think about them, they're an outside team to me, I will say that, but the one team that I really did think about, but I just I, I couldn't do it. It's kind of like with the Spurs, how you mentioned you're just conditioned to put them in the top three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I want to put Brooklyn at the eight. And then I thought to myself, do I really believe that? Like, I'm like, yeah, they added D'Angelo Russell. I like Jeremy Lin. Karis Silver, what are we going to see from him? But they don't have Brooke Lopez now. I'm like, yeah, they added pieces, especially the big one with D'Angelo Russell. But I'm like, Is that really eight-seed worthy? But then I'm like, it's the East, and the East is bad, but I I couldn't do it. They were the one team, I'm like, fuck it, I couldn't do it. it. And the Hornets are, like I said... Dwight Howard is going to add something to this team. I think Steve Clifford's a good enough coach to get something out of him, and they'll be either 7 or
0: 8. And one thing with the Nets, they lost their best player, Brooke Lopez. <laughs> so why are they all of a sudden going to be a playoff team? Because you were even thinking about putting them in the Nates was, as well, Dave. I, I like the, I think it's because the East sucks. It, the East <laughs> does suck, but also, also the Nets suck. Let's be honest. They're the fucking Nets. That's why
1: I couldn't do it. I just I couldn't uh, do it.
2: They are the Nets, but at the same time, like I think— I. This I'm team gave highest... up
0: 112 points per game last year. I'm the highest on Jalen out of this
1: room.
2: I know that. I'm probably the highest on D'Angelo Russell in this room. I that's think fun. Alan Crabb was a great mm-hmm. pickup for them.
0: Mm. <laughs> Honestly, you eat I, a contract. I agree with you, the other two. I like Jalen. I like yep. D'Angelo Russell. I don't know about Alan Crabb.
2: All right. I, I'm just saying, for for the value they got him, I think it was a great pickup. My big question Rod Atalas Jefferson, solid player, again at the four. Like, the biggest thing for this team is how is the backcourt going to function, or their one through three going to function? Because the rest will fall in place. In my mind, is is Jeremy Lin going to be healthy? Because when he's healthy, last year they looked really smooth, and I liked the way that offense flowed. Mm-hmm. Nyer and, and D'Angelo Russell at the two, which I think is honestly the perfect fit because you have another great combo guard out there who can take pressure off. Who's happy to shoot the three ball? He was a very independent player earlier in his career, and he's gonna be able to have a point guard who can distribute the ball to him instead of him trying to make his own shot and in turn taking worse shots. So I think like honestly, we're gonna see a great year out of both Lynn and D'Angelo. The big question here though is like because this team was so bad last year, my expectations are still tempered by that. And going without Brooke, even we're depending on a young player who could be a star, who could mm-hmm. be a bust.
0: Well, and the one thing with with the Nets is like I I, I hope they do well. I think Kenny Atkinson, and Sean Marks has been getting them on the right track for yep. sure. I think the trade for D'Angelo was great. I think the addition of Alan Crabb I I, I makes sense. He's a very efficient shooter from three. Um, but the thing is, is that you look at this front court and Trevor Booker and Timothy Mozgov. I mean, Timothy Mozgov's a fucking starter for them. Jesus Christ, like. Why? Why? I just can't trust this one through five with you know Trevor Booker possibly being oh, yeah, the most Trevor, solid yeah. player in your starting lineup. That's like because like D'Angelo Russell brings a lot to the team, but. Is he going to bring enough consistently night in and night out? Yes, he could drop 41 night, but then he can be completely quiet mm-hmm. and drop 10 like in back-to-back games. I mean, like consistency I feel is going to be a problem with this team just because they are so young. And that's why I have Brooklyn nowhere near my playoffs and that's just because I have I, like I have no faith in them. I want to have faith in them. I think they're going in the right direction, Definitely but I think the right they're direction. a couple years away from this oh, and yeah. I feel like, you know, maybe it's just because Brooklyn's not a flaming garbage fire. They're just a trash bin now or like a dump but like, I, I just feel like this this idea of Brooklyn mm-hmm. being you yeah. know, a whole renaissance is like ridiculous.
1: No, well, and that's exactly the reason why I don't have them in the playoffs. Same. Is at first we I was were like, thinking about it. Hopefully I thought, thought about, about it, it, but like,
0: you sounded I couldn't like George Costanza. Though, I couldn't by the
1: way. do it. Well, I look like George Costanza too, so there's that too. <laughs> but I mean, I couldn't do it. And the other team that's actually in my playoff that I was like, do I even put them in my playoff? Are the Seventy Sixers? And it's only because, are they all going to be healthy? Well, and the thing is... Are they going like, to be healthy? Because well, if they're healthy, I can see them being the sixth seed. If well, not, they're not in the playoffs. But
0: the thing is, is that they have so much talent on the team uh-huh. where, even if not everyone is healthy, like, say, Embiid isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. Like he only plays like 20 games. Relaxative. um If he's not healthy... Like obviously that's going to hurt their team, but then again yeah. you still have number one pick Ben Simmons. You still have number one pick Markell. Even stuff, if ben JJ Simmons Redick.
1: doesn't get injured again,
0: yeah. But then again, the Ben His Simmons injury was, was less weak. of an injury
2: and more of a redshirt.
0: Yeah, and you look at the Ben Simmons injury, Markel Fultz injury, Joel Embiid injury. You still have guys like Rocco, JJ, uh, Dario. I mean, you have a lot of talent on this team yep. where the talent is there, and the only worry I have with the uh, Sixers, and why I have them at, at, at eight. is, is that there's going to be time for them to gel just because they are so young. Because mm-hmm. Markel Fultz was used to being the only guy in Washington around. Yes, he might like Joel Embiid, but when it comes to the court, they might not have that chemistry once they're on the court right, playing right. next to each other. Joel Embiid is like the biggest star in the NBA right now. Everyone fucking <laughs> loves this kid. I, might,
1: I,
2: I, I, maybe not biggest star,
0: biggest
1: rising star. Visit, bi- biggest rising he's star uh, tweeting at Rihanna. He wants that date. But the thing is, is like, I, I, I,
0: feel, I feel like it might... Go to his head. I mean, he's still a young player. Mm -hmm. You never know what's going to happen. Ben Simmons, he's very quiet, but then again, you look at him, he's so dominant with his right hand that, you know, NBA defenders and good ones are going to be able to stuff that shit out and make him go left. And then he might just be completely, you know, tossing the ball away. He might look lost out there. I think it's going to take a lot of time for him to really build up. To be a great player, and I think all of these guys need to do that. Because, yes, Joel Embiid had a nice spurt, but that was only 29 games. We don't know what yeah. the other 29 games were going to be like. So, I still have faith in the 76ers because they do have a lot of talent. <laughs> and not all the talent has to be on at the same time. Joel Embiid can struggle exactly. while Ben Simmons and and Markel Fultz really shine. But then again, I don't really have the faith to put them above uh, you know 7 or 6. I'm more confident that they will make an 8 seed, though, compared to the Pistons at 7. Yeah. I I'm nervous about the Pistons. Well, the Pistons, like there. you said
2: last year, you had it three. I had it four. Ricky had it five. I mean, this was a team that had the had every right to be a top playoff team. We were
1: coming off high off that Cav playoff.
0: Andre series. Drummond was our number two center. And mm-hmm. then he got
2: shopped. And yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a team that Reggie Jackson just completely MIA. Um, obviously, I think they just had so many problems in card last year. And I don't know if they've found all the answers yet. This was a, a long offseason for them. They got Avery Bradley, which I think is a great pickup. Uh, they're going with Bobon as their number two center, which mm-hmm. will be interesting because he had a great uh, great showing in the Euro League uh, games. Like he was he was actually really good, uh, really solid for his size. People don't have an answer for it, so you might as well abuse it. Honestly, the biggest question here is like what's gonna happen to Reggie Jackson? Because Ishwell, as much as I love the man, is not a starting NBA point guard. I, you need Reggie to be Reggie. Otherwise, yeah. this combo is not going to work because Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris, amazing players. Obviously, Stanley Johnson. You guys are all hoping that you know he's going to finally develop and magically turn into a starting level uh, small horde. I, I I have questions because he's not going to take over a game offensively, obviously. But like yeah. his defense, he could he could be an amazing defender, you know. But can you keep him on the court the whole time? Is he a ne- negative because of you know poor poor possession? But then
0: the thing is, is that if you, you a guy you look at your Hornets, you have a guy who's really similar MKG who is MKG's just,
2: a proven defender. No, what I'm saying though, everyone. what I'm saying
0: though, is if he's if if Stan John is able to develop into that guy, yeah then you have a very similar player compared to what the Hornets have in MKG. And then, yes, you have Kemba Walker out there, who's a fantastic player, but other than that, I don't trust anyone on the Hornets' team to really help out because Marvin Williams has been super inconsistent. You look at Nicholas Batum, he seems like he's getting older, and he's probably their second-best guy on the team, but if Nicholas Batum's my second-best player, I would much rather have Andre Drummond, Reggie Jackson, Tobias Harris, Stan John, Mm -hmm. John Lure off the bench. I mean, these guys... They might not be super sexy and might not be super flashy, but there's a lot of guys that have just been in the league for a while and you have a great head coach in Van Gundy, so I just feel that if this team is healthy and they're clicking like they did near the end of the playoffs and what they were doing against the Cavs and uh, right when they brought Reggie over, if they're able to rekindle some of that magic, I really feel like this team's going to be decent. They
2: have potential to go right back to where they should be, which is in the playoffs. I, I just There's just so much worry about Reggie regaining composure and if they... If they hit a struggle and all of a sudden they decide that, no, yeah. we're pulling the trigger on Reggie and Drummond, we're shopping them both, one of them's going, this is not the direction of the team. That's my fear, is it's going to be such a hot seat kind of a town mm-hmm. because of that.
0: I feel like, though, the what we saw two years ago was more uh, indicative of what this team is compared to what we saw last year. I feel like last year was more of the outlier compared to okay. uh, the previous year. I feel like this team is better than what they showed last year, I think most Pistons fans would agree with me, and you look at the talent on this team. Andre Drummond wasn't as bad as he was last year. I think we all know that. I, I mean, was going to say, younger. do you think
1: he gets, like, because we had talked about, not officially on, like, a topic or anything, but there had been, like, oh, well, in trade rumors, he, his name's thrown out there. Do they
0: move him? I don't know where the hell he would go. Mm-hmm. What are the rumors? Like, Boston? Boston was usually rumored, right? I don't I Drummond Mine I don't were just anymore. the. the so Pistons he just, he were was being looking to yeah. just move him. I don't know where he would be moved. I mean, that's who you take
2: straight up probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Musaevich um, for um, anyone I mean, you straight know, like the Cavs, up. Maybe they move the pick for him, but like I don't know if Cavs need Andre Drummond. To be honest with you, I mean they they the the traded time,
1: for both. They I'd traded say at for the time Bogut. They did.
0: Yeah, I don't know, be, and it'd be interesting to see how. Andre Drummond would fit on the Cavs because mm-hmm. could you imagine Andre Drummond grabbing boards against the Boston Celtics Al Horford would Good. be fucking lost out there
2: Good. Um, <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be averaging like 17 boards a night
0: yeah I don't know it, it, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with the Pistons uh, last final team is the Heat I feel like the Heat mm-hmm. won, I feel like their second they're half they're the is, consensus yeah, I feel yeah. like their second half is for sure going to yeah. be reflective of what they do this year because you look at the talent on their team there's a lot of talent there and as long as they can avoid injuries I think Waiters will be great I think Drogic will be great Whiteside will be great and they have a lot of players behind that as well, that are really quality players yeah. like Tyler Johnson, Justice, and all those guys. So I think the Heat, especially led by Sp- Spolster and Pat Riley, I think it's for sure that the Heat are going to make the playoffs. Um, it's weird seeing them at eight, Ricky, but then again, they got off to a slow start last year. Mm-hmm. They could probably build up to that. Um, but let's get into the top five. Um, the Raptors are overrated, right? Or am I just kind of thinking? No. I, or or was, like, is there a bad taste in my mouth from the playoffs last I year? I
1: think it's a bad taste because I see this team as, I could see what you have down. I could see the Bucks being four and the Raptors being five, but I just think Raptors throughout the year, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, maybe a little bit is is DeMar going to have that same beginning part of the season that he had last year? Probably mm-hmm. not. And I still think the Raptors are good enough with those two to be the fourth seed in the East.
0: I don't know. I look at... Kyle Lowry and the minutes that he's played over his and years, and he's just been consistently injured throughout Mm -hmm. his career. He's never been like fully healthy never been able to play over 80 games in his career. He's gotten to over 75, I think, three or four times throughout his career. He hasn't been able to be fully healthy, fully on the court, and now he's finally playing 37 minutes per game. We saw him go, get injured last year. He's 31 years old. I just feel like there's a lot there for Kyler Lowry, Lowry, and he's your second best player, and even DeMar, he can be on and off. He's not a guy that can really take over a team mm-hmm. and consistently be there every single night. I love DeMar. I think he's fantastic, but then again, he's a lot of he's a guy that's very reflective of the old NBA, of guys who's going to work inside the arc and even then if he's your number one scoring option behind that you don't have a dangerous number two yep. if kyle lowry's out i just get really worried about this toronto team you'll get surge surge had a pretty decent time when he was in toronto last year when they got traded over so i like that but then even event they're worried about him and i feel like i'm worried about him and i don't know how much like that, that whole team in general can rally around him i mean i'm just i'm nervous about the raptors and I feel like looking at the Bucks with how young they are and how great they can be. Ricky's falling asleep on me with Chris Middleton Jabari <laughs> Parker picking up. I just feel like the Bucks have more in place than the Raptors yeah. do.
1: Here's the thing about the Bucks mm-hmm. is they're going to be without Jabari for some time. Yeah, right. I think that with them, it's going to be in a slow start. Like not a slow start, but like a we're an incomplete team. Incomplete. We don't have. Everyone here. They didn't have Jabari to end the season. That's it, though. By the end of the season, they hopefully will be that complete team. No, no. What what I'm saying was they
0: didn't have have Jabari at the end of last season, and and they looked fine.
1: And I think that that was a big reason why they couldn't Oh, like get—let's be honest. They should have won that playoff series against the Raptors. I believe it was, what, Game 5? No, it was Game 4. They should have won. Would have went up 3-1. Yeah. Yeah, Game 5. They would have went up 3-1 into Game 6 in Toronto. Would have been able to shut the door if not have that home game in Game 7. But they blew that game away in Game 5 on their home court. And I think that this year with the Bucks, how I'm kind of seeing how their season will go is incomplete at the start. Jabari's injured. He's not out there. Right. Hopefully by the time he gets back, they're complete, and they don't have what happened last year, where it's, hey, we get Middleton back, and we lost Jabari. I mean, that was crushing. And There's, we lost that, that was crushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I,
2: I completely agree, though, with the concerns about, like, we haven't seen them all mm-hmm. on the same court at the same time. But to that credit, like, they were able to plug it, plug and play players in to cover for that and still look pretty good as they kind of uh, started the season without Middleton and the end of the season without Thon they found Tony Snell a little diamond in the rough that the Bulls just pooped out and were like yeah he's washed up he's not worth talent like just can take still, him
1: can still have him like we were
2: talking about did the Bulls win that trade and and then Tony can Snell looks like him. a legitimate NBA three point shooter wouldn't
1: take him back
2: and then later in the season we got to watch Thon Maker evolve a little bit his game we got to watch how to use Thon Thon Maker the shot taker thank you uh, yeah yeah sorry Sorry about that, Sean. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like the Bucks, like you said, the Bucs are on the up and up. The mm-hmm. The Raptors seem to be in a stacked place. You know, they added C.J. Miles. But honestly, like you said about trusting uh, Valanchunas, they don't. They don't feed him the rock. The ball doesn't go through him. He's not part of their offensive scheme. He's just there for putbacks, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that's a concern because, again, this is a point guard or a guard, you know, run league, but at the same time, if you don't get your big involved, he's just a waste of space. He's slow on the court, and you can't keep him on the court often. And that's—I feel like the Raptors give up on that so much because I do think he's talented. I think he's worth his spot out there. And you know what? Like you said, Demar running ISO uh, mid range is not the way. Is not the most efficient way to win games either. So as long as you're playing old school basketball, you might as well use a center. You might as well use it right.
0: And mm-hmm. this this is Bucks team, too, that went 18-7 without Jabari Parker. So they yeah. were able to bounce back and were fine with him, and, without him.
2: And we even mentioned, like, Brogdon out there. Like a, a he was unreal. Who came in and just walked in and was like, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be your starting point guard. Yeah. Uh,
0: I hope you're cool with that. Dele,
2: just, just backseat that. And he was fantastic. <laughs> and you
0: still have Delhi coming off your bench. Tony Snell wasn't even in our rankings. And you mentioned how great he was. Yeah. And you have a really decent team on the floor. And I just feel like there's a lot of youth and a lot of speed, the speed that won't be able to be handled by every single team in the West and in the East, because you look at the Hawks, you look at the Bulls, you look at all these teams that are really bottom feeders, like the Knicks and these teams – I just feel like the Bucks can just—they're gonna demolish it them. Him.
2: Yeah, and, Giannis and, is just gonna take over games, and then he gets stressed because it'll be so far out of
0: reach. And almost. The, that's the thing where, like, I <laughs> think unless
1: if, it's national TV, Dave,
0: I think if, Gian, I think if Giannis <laughs> goes down, TNT, that's the biggest hit to the Bucks. But if they lose oh, yeah. anybody other, any other player, they've been they, able to prove that they've been able to balance that. Where, yeah, if the Toronto Raptors lose Demar or Kyle Lowry, that really hurts their team. No matter I what, say
2: cripple, but it's pretty close. I mean, they, they're able to still win some games, but. It is such a bigger blow for a team like the Raptors to lose one of their stars than it is for the Milwaukee. And I just the, the balance, the depth on this team, again with Milwaukee, their development is key. It's the coaching that matters on the court and in the playoffs that I'm worried about.
0: And final thing that we want to touch upon is obviously the Wizards across the board, three seeds. Good for them. Are we worried about Brad the Beal? because we were worried about him last year? No. I mean, well, do me you think he's wrong. gonna stay healthy? No,
1: me What right. if,
0: what if Bradley Beals goes down? Then, then, then goes they're down. the
1: fourth seed and the Raptor you the think, bucks third. You think third?
0: that is what it's going to be changed? Because look what the Wizards were before Brad the Beal was hurt. Yeah, I, mean, I like, mean, I'm not they saying were for but now they got sure, auto porter. Like, at the
1: most.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that max contract on the border, right?
1: <laughs> auto porter, right? Auto porter controller grace? have full charge, though. Because we know what happens when it doesn't. He zoned out for a
0: minute. Huh? Auto, auto porter is your saving grace if, if Brad the Beal doesn't stay healthy?
2: Uh yeah, you really don't have that many other options on that team I just Mar- feel
0: Godot, I feel man. like going back I like to this I, if I if do if, too. if Beal is healthy, then yeah, this is easy a 3 seed. but if the, if Beal goes down, like he's been injured before in his mm-hmm. career, they're fucked.
2: Pretty pretty much, pretty much. I mean, let's look at their backups. Uh, Jody Meek, uh, Tim Frazier, uh McClellan, Donald like a, Sloan. Tim like, Frazier?
1: Yeah. Tim nice. Frazier. Nice pickup up from the Pelicans. I
0: like Tim Frazier. Yeah.
2: Yeah, solid player. Uh so no. <laughs> I just think that honestly, this is a team that their starting lineup is what got them there. They're the best; they were one of the best starting lineups plus minus. You can kill me because I say it all the time. But like, yeah, if one of them goes down, they're pretty pretty screwed.
0: What's what's more? But uh, I trust Bradley Beal. What's what's more? um, Kind of hurt. uh, Well, what's not hurt? What hurts them more? What's hurt? Who? Yeah, what would hurt a team more? Uh, Raptors losing Kyle Lowry or Wizards losing Bradley Beal?
2: Kyle Lowry going down hurts more. Uh, Yeah, because the Wizards still have John Wall. Wall. I would have said. Honestly, if, you well, take, if I'm taking choose. out a point guard, I was taking out the choose. I know. I'm just saying if you take out a point guard though, John Wall is most valuable point guard, I think
0: in the east. Yeah. Honestly. I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, and if we're counting unless we're counting Giannis as a point guard. Yeah, he's point forward. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that though. Yeah, I
2: think that's they can get over Bradley Beal not being 100% out there. Um, but if you take out John Wall, you, the Wizards team lost their identity.
0: You know, we had one more topic that we wanted to get to, but we're running cl- a little short on time. I think we can just squeeze it into uh, the I think next
1: one. I think it's an easy, it's an easy
0: one. Yeah, well, let's move into the playoff predictions. People are going to love this and agree with Hell, all yeah. of our opinions. So, Ricky, take us through because everyone loves your opinions. And you know, oh yeah, you're you're the you're guy gonna love these. Everyone, loves. you're gonna love these. Nuts. You're gonna love these. The, you're gonna love my nuts. <laughs> Is that
1: from? It's from slap chops. Oh, that's right. take okay. it back. <laughs>
0: Anyways, <laughs> jump
1: into playoff. But uh, I'll ask you: Do I start with the West or do I start with the? Oh, uh, we start with the West. Okay. early. So let's start. So with I'll the West. start with the West. The first matchup: I got Warriors Nuggets. I think this is simple, right? you got to go with Gary Harris and the Nuggets over the Warriors, right? No, I'm kidding. Are you Kevin not even mentioning Jokic?
2: Like, Kevin is that just straight Kevin insult? Durant. Durant. No, Gary and the is the best player for sure. <laughs> Fuck Paul it's,
1: the, it's the Nuggets. So we didn't I mean, mention
2: him at all during the West. Yeah. So. Nugget,
1: Nuggets get into the playoffs, but they get an early four-game four sweep exit against the uh, Warriors. Then Blazers-Rockets. This is an interesting matchup because a couple of years ago, Dame Lillard hit a big buzzer beater against the Rockets. I believe Dwight Howard was on that Rocket team. Rockets get the up or get the win here, not the upset. The upset. CP3, Harden moving on. Thunder, Grizzly, another easy. The seed that should win goes on, and then here's the interesting one. What got, the fuck? I got the T wolves over the Spurs.
0: I didn't realize that when we were filling that out. The T
1: wolves f- over the Spurs. That's my one upset in the West. Wow. Jesus Christ! It's my only upset. We had one they upset last year. And I know it was injury. One upset. T-Wolves over the Spurs. Then we move on. Second round, Warriors-T-Wolves. I love the T-Wolves this year, but I'm sorry. I love Kevin Durant and the Warriors more. I'm wearing my Steph Currys now like I always do. Then we have Rockets Thunder. This was an interesting one. I didn't know who to pick.
0: I well, did not You obviously know. picked somebody. I
1: flipped a coin, basically. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I flipped a in coin. It came out with the Rockets. No, I didn't flip a coin. But really what I was going
0: through is... That's such a bad joke.
1: The Rockets to me... I, I, I am more confident in CP3 and James Harden mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. I am in the trio in Oklahoma City. And people might call me crazy there. Interesting. But I'm more confident in those two veterans than I am in the Frankenstein, I'm going to call it, in OKC. And then I got Warriors over the Rockets. So Warriors clean... Into maybe lose one game against the Rockets.
0: So you got Warriors Rockets in your Western Conference. Yep. Now take us through your Eastern Conference and give us a finals, at least matchup. Yeah,
1: this one's interesting. You got the Celtics at one, Heat two. Pardon me, I wanted to put Heat, at heat, eight. Or heat, heat eight. eight. I wanted to put the Heat at seven just to get that D Wade mm. with Miami matchup, but I couldn't do it. Celtics win there. Cavs beat the Hornets. Wizards beat the 76ers. Here's the interesting one. Bucks in five over the Raptors. They're not even going to need game six this year. We'll beat them in Revenge five, 4-1. Then we move on, Celtics, Bucks, The Yet again, the upset train ends as the Celtics move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Cavs, Wizards, I give it to the Cavs. And then the big one, seating don't matter for LeBron James. Seating does not matter for IT, The Cavs move on and play the Warriors for round four.
0: So Ricky has Warriors against the Cavs in his NBA finals. I think everyone is absolutely shocked in that one. Very original. Are we still calling the 4-5 an upset? Is that really an upset? Uh, Yeah. Technically. Technically. I mean, is but what's what's weird. an upset? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll Lower seed over the higher seed. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. is that an upset or is it just more about favoring? I, I don't would know. say it's an upset. Dave, let's go to you. We'll right. take us through your Western Conference. Western first. Conference one, uh, two, and three rounds first. I of course. That's, that's how you,
2: I don't usually go three, two, one. But, you know, I'll, I'll do one I'm uh, stupid. Warriors over the T Wolves round one, like you said, uh, like T Wolves, but not that much. Mm-hmm. Warriors three, 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 ball, but three ball is better. God, words.
0: Yeah, that was a really. I was I kept
2: getting higher because I was getting like worse. Just digging my own grave. The
0: weird thing is is this is not even like at midnight when we're usually recording it. This is like 6 p.m. and this is still bad. We're still still It doesn't change
2: no matter what. Uh, The second matchup is Rockets over Pelicans. As much as I love the Pelicans uh, I'm going to lean Rockets because I I sort of fear retribution the fans and I just as much as I trust the Pelicans I don't think they're going to have enough to the Rockets. Did you even think
0: that the Pelicans could beat them? I did. I okay. did. I, I think there's a chance.
2: I, th- I think there is a solid chance that they do it, but I think the Rockets are just too much firepower. Do you
1: think there's a top four team that the Pelicans could upset if they get matched up against It's a good question, and the answer is yes.
0: <laughs> uh, Who is it? It's the Spurs. Okay. Uh,
2: then I have the Spurs over the Nuggets. Uh, like you guys said, it's Pop. It's it's Kawhi. I just have him winning out over Jokic. Uh, then the final matchup of the first round, Thunder over the Blazers. Big three is just too big. Uh, round two, Warriors over Thunder. It's close, but not that close. Rockets over the Spurs. How close it's still is the not?
1: How close is not that close? They they're, taking, they're taking them to six. Okay, they'll take them. To not six. a game seven.
2: No, it's not a game seven. Not a game seven series unless there's a midseason upgrade because Sam Presti <laughs> is a
0: god. He's unreal.
2: He's a god. Um, and then Western Conference Final, of course, Warriors over the Rockets. Uh, well, I, you
0: didn't even say Rockets over the Spurs.
2: I did. I did. I, it was a quick one. Okay. I slid it in there. You guys were all concerned about the Thunder thing, but uh, yeah. That's my West. Warriors Where, gonna make it out.
0: So Dave has Warriors shockingly making out of the Western mm-hmm. Conference yep. Finals. Go to the Eastern Conference to take us through round one, two, right. and the Eastern Conference Finals.
2: In the Eastern Conference Finals, round one, I've got Cavs over the Hornets. I just the Cavs have so many players on their team. I think it's just it's not even fair at this point. All so the Dwight all-stars. Howard
0: is good, but not enough to beat LeBron James. I think this is fair assessment, right.
2: unless the year was 2000, what, 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 when did he upset him? 2010. 2010.
0: Or 2009, one of them.
2: Whatever year that the Magic beat down LeBron James. <laughs> uh, never forget that. Celtics over the 76ers. I love the 76ers, I love the Celtics. Both have just as many unproven players at this point in time. In my mind, no, just <laughs> Celtics are a solid team. They'll, they'll win out over the 76ers. Uh, Wizards over the Heat, uh, that's not close. It's not close at all. Bucks over the Raptors again. I, I think that's a revenge series. I love the Bucks. I think that this is going to be really fun for them. Uh, round two, Cavs of the Bucks. It'll be close because I really honestly I just want to see the matchup of Giannis and uh, LeBron, LeBron going head up, head on.
0: And I'm going to stop you here. And all then right. uh, here's where Dave busted out the crack pipe. Uh, give us your final uh... final.
2: <laughs> I got the Wizards beating out the Celtics. Jesus you guys Jesus. forget how hard the Celtics overachieved last year, and then they just. They you don't think the Wizards
0: overachieved?
1: No. The Wizards should have beat. The Celtics should have lost two times. They should have lost to the saying, Bulls in four, and they should have lost to the Wizards in seven. John Wall ran into a, a wall. Like he, he literally just
2: could not break through that wall. He Couldn't was done. Make
1: a shot in game seven.
2: He, I, don't, I don't think he made more His than His biggest
1: a, enemy was himself. Bradley yeah. Beal's like, come on, bro. I'm dragging you through he, this. He was
2: dragging him through some mud. Uh, it was bad. Uh, but I do think that this Wizards team, like you said, depth is an issue for them, but it's okay because the playoffs, they're going to play everybody for 40 minutes. <laughs> All starters, forty minutes.
0: How bad? do the Wizards beat the Caps? Though,
2: no, that is where I draw the line in the sand. the The Caps right now have what, mm-hmm. like seven All Stars on their team. Yeah, that's bullshit. I think they threw it.
0: They've got two MVPs, two former MVPs, uh-huh. right? They it's have just bullshit. Dwayne run. Wade, Rose. I love this. Yeah, that's crazy. They have two Hall of Famers on their team. I mean, this is. Just two MVPs. This, this,
2: this year in the NBA is just crazy. So, so yeah, it, it's Cavs and Warriors in the championship. You know, I think that's again. an
0: original pick. I don't think everyone's ever had the Cavs versus the Warriors in the past no. couple years. No, no I I I don't think I'm, think I'm, I'm putting myself
1: out here in a Here's leash. a question before we get into yours that I want to ask just because Dave had Wizards over the Celtics. Yeah. How bad does Boston riot? And this is for everyone. How bad do they riot if they don't make it to the Eastern Conference finals? Don't even make it. I don't think they'll riot. You mean, I don't think they'll riot? The excuse no. is we still have number one picks. Oh, well, they didn't they give up one? One's in Cleveland now. Yeah, they because got of the like IT. four
0: more. Deal, yeah, right? they got 19 more. It's oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Age has been hoarding those up. Yeah. Um, the answer is
2: we're still rebuilding. We're still better team. Than you. <laughs> Kyrie's 25. You're a Bulls fan? Come on. we rebuild.
0: That's the thing, still. I mean, their oldest player is Al Horford. But other than that, Kyrie's <laughs> <Yeah>. like 12. <laughs> <laughs> like 12. <laughs> 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 IT is 5'2. Kyrie a kid. is 12. Remember, he's a kid. Yes. Yeah, LeBron's he's, calling he's, him yeah, just people are pissed off about that.
1: Ready to give him king, keys to the kingdom. Yes. Ready to
0: give him the keys. Let's jump into my predictions, though, so we could talk about these uh, mm-hmm. some of these matchups and some of these picks. Round one in the Western Conference Finals, have the Warriors over the T-Wolves. I'm not smoking Ricky's crack pipe. Rockets over the Clippers. Rockets are going to be able to beat up Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, if both of those are even healthy. We have the Nuggets over the Spurs. Picking against Pop in the first round. Yes. Um, it's happened before. The the it can happen again. Yes, that's why I said it happened before. So they beat him through grit and grind, though, and not through I... Jokic and his fancy playmaking. Oh, yeah, but Paul Millsap can grit and grind. Uh, I think Neil, uh, Jokic can possibly grit and grind. <laughs> what? Um, He's the softest big in the league. Shut up. Uh, Jamal Murray can shut shoot up. from that outside. Gary Harris can shoot from that outside. You look at uh, Will the Thrill Barton. Thank you. <laughs> Will the, the thrill, thrill Barton. He can score off the bench. You also talk about Wilson Chandler, a guy who is grit and grind. Look. At that guy's tattoos he's scary <laughs> I'm just saying that I happen to take the Nuggets over the Spurs oh my, because, see this? because Paul Gasol is overrated LaMarcus Aldridge is also soft probably soft boiled egg pretty much nowadays oh. I will take Nikola Jokic and his fancy playmaking moves I know Kawhi Leonard is one of the best players in the NBA and it's gonna be tough to answer that but Paul Millsap Nikola Jokic and you talk about the emergence of Jamal Murray and he's gonna help them uh upset the uh, the Spurs in seven might be crazy, but I don't really care. A lot of these are crazy. Mm-hmm. Ricky has the, warrior, or the T-Wolves in round two. Hey,
1: hey, I had him beating the Spurs just like you, you had the Spurs You also knock out the Spurs.
0: Um, weirdly enough, I didn't change it in my round two, though, because I have the Warriors over the Spurs. Yes. <laughs> um, I have Warriors over the Nuggets in round two. Thunder over the Rockets. I just think that the big three will be enough to jump over the Rockets. The Rockets do have James Harden. They do have Chris Paul. But then again, we still talk about Ryan Anderson and his lack of defense going up against Hoodie Mello. I will take Melo, and I think is going to ball out against the Rockets there for not trading for him and pulling yeah. the trigger on that one. And then in the Western Conference Finals, for some reason it says Eastern Conference Finals on my uh, my spreadsheet, uh, Warriors over the Thunders because I'm a basic bitch. Uh, we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Round one, I have the Celtics over the 76ers, Cavs over the Pistons again, Wizards over the Heat, and Bucks over the Raptors in six, Bucks and six. Round two, Celtics over the Bucks, Cavs over the Wizards, and my Eastern Conference Finals, I have the Cavs over the Celtics. And one thing that we didn't talk about was the Cavs versus Celtics, and, and we wanted to talk about the Eastern yeah. Conference, I want to jump in that a little bit now. With the additions that both the Cavs and Celtics made, have your mind change, changed at all, or, or have you been thinking maybe the Celtics can pull this off, or do you still think that just because the Cavs have LeBron James, the best player in the NBA, um, that they will be Able to beat the Celtics
1: now that I've kind of everything is out there the top eight, and now we've run through the playoffs. You guys kind of see my master plan or my blueprint that I'm working with is the way I think this season is going to go between the two teams. Is the Celtics are going to think they have something to prove, especially Kyrie? Kyrie's going to think he has something to prove. Celtics will get willed to the one seed, they'll be the one seed, Cavs will be the two. But the thing about the Cavs is they don't care. They don't care what seed they are. And when the two end up playing in the Eastern Conference finals, that's exactly how it's going to come out. LeBron is going to beat Kyrie, and everything is going to be right in the world. And it's going to be like this. Right in the world. This this world's like doomed. This Cavs team is built for. A playoff series, they're not built for like the D Wade thing coming over. It's like, oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm only excited for what like if D Wade can give me 70 quality minutes late in the game, late in a playoff game. Did you say 70? Seven, 70, 70, <laughs> seven? Seven quality, seven minutes? quality minutes at the end, I'll be happy. Oh, at the end, at I the was end like, the he's game, only played seven at minutes. the end of the game, give me someone like give me someone that's on the floor so LeBron can take a breather every now and then in a play. Yeah, yeah. You know
2: what? You're saying that the Celtics team is going to beat them out in the regular season. When the Cavs are a deeper team, Namely, shocked well, by that, the Cavs are no, a deeper team and a more
1: talented I just, team. I just don't and think the Cavs, the Celtics, over. Them. I just don't gotta, think the Cavs are going to care about what seed they are.
0: Can, I don't think and they have the to Celtics care because there is so much can, more talented. Can I, can I also mention that yes, they have the talent, but then again, how does this talent even add up to a good team? They I mean, I, I love, I love <laughs> the Cavs. I love LeBron James. I'm not, I'm not a Cavs fan or anything, but I love LeBron James. I'm, usually I usually pick them over the Warriors. He's still my Dark Knight. I still hope that you know he's able to defeat the Warriors, but. um Jesus Christ! You have Derrick Rose, who hasn't been able to shoot a three-point shot in his life, and yes, he had he's eighteen points. He had eight, I don't give a shit. It's like the same thing about losing <laughs> yeah, weight. He's Shut the fuck out. up! Yeah. D-Wade's D Wade's been working on or D Rose has been working on jumpers since he got into the league, and he hasn't figured it out. Like the guys could shoot like a hundred shots.
1: He's had some good jumpers. He has, especially buzzer Every now beaters. and then. Come on, especially buzzer beaters. All
0: right, whatever. It right doesn't right mean there. he's consistent. He he can make one shot. It doesn't matter. I mean, fucking Christian Later had one of the best shots in the league. We're not comparing Derrick Rose to Christian Later. I'm just saying that he had one of the famous shots. Didn't mean he had a great NBA team. Just compare MVP
1: Derrick Rose (laughs) to Dream Team member Christian Later.
0: He was on the Dream Team. D Rose wasn't on the Dream Team.
1: D Rose wasn't (laughs) even alive on the D. He was alive, but still, the point is
0: he was way too young to be on the Dream Team. Just saying, he wasn't on the (sighs) Dream Team. Um, But D Rose. As a nine, as a ten. No! I'm I'm saying uh, D-Rose, Dwayne Wade, both guys with major injury problems. You look at both of them, don't have a jumper. You look at the defense that they bring, it's non-existent. You look at Kyle Korver, the guy off the bench who's supposed to bring three-point shooting. He also can't play defense. Supposed oh, to bring new- his shot. Oh. What?
2: I'm not even gonna What <laughs> are you <laughs> talking about? Say- he's supposed to bring three-point shooting. You make it sound like the dude can't hit a jumper.
0: Who? Kyle Korver. Oh, I love Kyle Korver. I wasn't yeah, trying to slide it. him. No, I'm saying I'm saying he's <laughs> supposed to bring three-point shooting, but you look at the finals, he wasn't really a, a great shooter then when he would need it to be. You also look at his defense. He was a negative cuz he wasn't making threes and he can't play defense. So, you look at, you know, JR. JR might be the most consistent guy out there, but even JR is still like their fourth or fifth option. Yes, they have D Wade and D Rose. They can have the brand names, but it doesn't mean it's quality.
2: Jake Crowder, Tristan Thompson, yeah, Jeff but Green. but here's the Jeff thing Green. is Rose those yeah.
0: And they had a Jeff Green. He's a solid I, I, contributor. Jeff Green, what? Is uh, Ro- Channing Fryer Happier if I said Channing Fryer or Jeff Green? No, like- that's the thing. Is like These guys have all been on playoff teams. They have the experience. Exactly. The thing is, is that these guys combining together, they can't space the floor like the Cavs need them to, and they can't play defense like you need them to. I mean, you look, talk about Channing Channing Fry. Channing Fry can't play defense. Kyle Corver can't play D- but defense. But they can shoot the D-Wa- ball. D-Way D-Wa- cannot team. do that.
1: This is a team that is built to get through the Eastern Conference, not beat they, the Warriors. They
0: are not getting balanced. They don't Contr- have They're not getting balanced contributions. They went through ISA ball. They are getting... Guess they, what? They have... Four guys Why are you? Play ISO but, ball. but the thing is, is, that I don't give a shit about iso ball when I have the best playmaker that I've ever seen in my play of uh, my lifetime in LeBron James. LeBron James can make you play iso ball without even you touching the ball. <laughs> LeBron James can isolate you from a different guy because LeBron James will bring over those two guys and then he'll throw a dime over to you and you have a wide open shot. LeBron James is the best playmaker I've had in my lifetime. I wasn't around for Michael Jordan, Jordan, but even that's Michael that's Jordan right, was that's that's a great playmaker. Part, yeah. I wasn't around for Magic. The thing is, is that. I don't know why they're going for the brand name and all of this. Yes, I know D-Wade and LeBron worked out Peanut a long Butter time ago. Mm-hmm. But then again, that was a long time ago when D-Wade had working knees. I'm looking at this, and I just feel like D-Wade's older. He doesn't have that stamina like he does. I just don't think that this team—I think they're still good enough. as I obviously have them in the Eastern Conference Finals, but I still think the Celtics team shouldn't be written off because, yes, they don't have a lot of depth, but they have— a fucking unreal starting lineup, and you look at Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, these two guys are young, and if I'm taking Jason Tatum against Mm -hmm. D-Wade, I'm not saying that, like, I'm saying offensively Jason Tatum on D-Wade. Jason Tatum's bigger, faster, and stronger. Just saying that, like, if, if... Jason was playing the three. I think he could probably bully up D Wade, and maybe they'll switch over and put put different guys on him. I don't still, think any of us just, are
1: writing off the Celtics. No. Like we both no, have them in I'm the same finals. I see all of this stuff
0: where D Wade comes over the the, the Cavs and like, holy shit, the Cavs are. D Wade is overrated in my mind. I think we made I, it apparent during our shooting guard rankings. You D made Wade's it apparent, overrated. No, I don't think D I Wade was
1: overrate like overrated at all. And the thing that like Derrick Rose and D Wade to me on this Cavs team. Yes, Derrick Rose is going to have to play a little bit. More than D Wade will because I T is injured and they need someone to play the point guard position. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when I T comes back healthy, Rose and Wade coming off the bench, they just need solid contributions Who's off compete the with bench. That? They just need it off the bench. That's all they need yeah. from those two. That's that, all that's, they that's
2: need. My, it's just like
1: because really so at the, loaded. Because really, what it looks like at the shooting guard, and I'll ask you: like, do you guys see it? Like, right now it says Jay Crowder at the shooting guard. Like, are they well, going that's to not do that? As ESPN. No, real no. oh, okay. GM, baby. Oh, so, so, yeah, I'm okay. just, I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking, like, like could you throw Jay Crowder out there and he could be the starting shooting guard?
0: No, no, I, no, I would not. I would go he's too Jay. big. He's too slow. I would let Jr. play. It. I, I think they're... Jr. brings great defense. Yeah, and Amy, he's been a decent shooter. He
2: can, he can jack up those fu threes. Yeah. I mean, that's all
0: you want. <laughs> I mean, J, JR is Jr. is a, a quality starter. The, mm-hmm.
2: It's just they have so much talent, so much depth, so much experience, and. I look at this Boston team, and you're riding your hopes on Jason Tatum, who I love but hasn't played a game in the NBA. Jalen Brown, who had a season last year where he contributed in small bits. We never got to see him really shine. We got to see him in the playoffs for you know that little bit where he got to guard LeBron, and LeBron eventually just pushed him out because he's LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And then what? Am I supposed to expect? Gershon Yabu, uh, Yabuzli to be you know, able you to go there? You have mentioned Marcus Smart. Okay, yeah, yeah. They have Marcus Smart. Who's, who's he going to guard? Uh, Isaiah Thomas, I,
0: Isaiah Thomas, Marcus Smart, Isaiah Thomas, which leaves you with either Jr. or D. Wade. Uh, Rajon Rondo was able to body up it. I think Marcus Smart, who's like a bowling ball out there, can definitely body up it. On the
2: pick and roll game, I don't know. I think you're on pick and roll, and it's dirty. And but
0: the thing is that Marcus Smart can switch on a Love.
2: Yeah, but th- who's going to keep up with it at that point? Uh,
0: Marcus Morris. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah. Say Marcus Morris is not going to do that sorry it's just this is a team that is they've got they added in all the right people for the Celtics team they've got a great starting lap they've got a ton of young depth but that young depth hasn't proven anything that's my concern that's why I don't have them as a number one seed that's why I don't have them weighing out over the Wizards because they're so unproven I just think that a team like the Celtics is so loaded top to bottom it's so deep so much playoff experience it's just it
0: shouldn't even be allowed it should be allowed. Is there anything we want to touch about in the West, or do we want to give out our uh, NBA Finals winners? I think now? we can just go to the Finals. Let's go to the Finals, winners, and we will go to Dave first. Scratch Dave. that.
1: I got one question. Oh, Jesus Christ. Rockets, yeah. Thunder, if they meet in the second round, I know that me and Sean, this is more for Dave, I know me and Sean had both... Uh, I would have
0: gone Thunder over the Rockets, to be honest with you guys. You you both had the Rockets. No, I'm saying me and you had
1: a Rocket-Thunder matchup. Dave did not. If it lined up. You picked the Thunder, I picked the Rockets. If it
0: lined up, I would have picked the Thunder over the Rockets. I just feel, I feel like it could go either way. I just yeah, feel it absolutely
1: like. can, and that's the only thing. Like Dave, like you didn't have that, so that's why. I Yeah, the, the matchup didn't happen
2: for me. I wish it had, uh, but no, I, I it, honestly think the Thunder would have been a great matchup. I think against it's gonna be
0: interesting because you're gonna see Russ versus um, Chris Paul. You're gonna see mm-hmm. um, James Harden versus Paul George, and Paul George, is a fantastic defender who yeah. can body up on James Harden. And then Mellow and, then,
1: and uh, Ryan Anderson, right? Yeah,
0: that's the thing. It's like, yeah, then then you have to add Mellow onto that, and that's why I have the Thunder over that. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I think that. But then again, they could really outrun Old Mellow and, and, mm-hmm. and all these guys. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. Let's jump to the finals, though. We're going to go to Dave first. Dave, since you usually start most of these, give us your finals winner.
2: I do have the Warriors winning over the Cavs. Not a popular opinion. No, um,
0: you put John Cena over Warriors. I thought, that
2: <laughs> mean, I thought that meant the Cavs. No, no, I just messed with the guys. It's, it's definitely the Warriors are winning again. Like I, It's freaking impossible. As much as I just gushed about how the Cavs are so loaded so deep, it's not fair. The problem is, they got a bunch of guys who are no longer in their primes or are at the end of their primes or, you know, have seen better days at least. Meanwhile, the freaking Warriors have Kevin Durant and Mm -hmm. they added him in his prime. They have Steph Curry, prime. They have Clay Thompson, who even if he can't hit the side of barn, prime. They have Draymond Green, prime. Prime. They got Zaza,
1: prime. prime. They got got JaVale McGee, remember. JaVale
2: McGee, Chandra Livendala.
1: Remember, Vucevitz for Draymond, straight up.
0: I mean, there's just... (laughs) They got Chandra Livendala who... They might not be in the prime, but they're like a fine wine. They're aging really nice. <laughs> they, they got D.J. Wilson. Yeah. they got Jordan Bell prime. I'm
2: sorry. Not D.J. Wilson. Jordan Bell. Jordan and, Bell and prime. And
0: they've got a head coach
1: that doesn't even need to be out there. He can just <laughs> coach from weapon. the locker room. I mean.
0: <laughs> Ricky, who do you got one of the finals? This
1: one's easy. Uh, the Golden State champions over the Cleveland losers. That's wow. what it's going to be like. Do you no, call the losers? The Warriors over Go the Go fuck yourself. They only lose to the Warriors. Like, the Cavs are a good team, but I mean, I don't see this Cavs team competing with the Warriors. If they didn't have Kevin Durant, then fine, I could see it maybe in seven.
0: The reason I was so upset about the whole Cavs thing and people mm-hmm. overrating the Cavs is just because I want the Cavs to beat the fucking Warriors. And they can't. I want them to. They can't. They <laughs> they can't. Come No, they can't. Co- they I could mean, if Durant wasn't there. No, but I'm saying, like... I like. I think it was clear that they couldn't mm-hmm. beat him last year. Oh no, yeah. Like, but I mean, I'm, I was, I'm not going back to even before Durant. I'm mm-hmm. saying like even with the additions of D Rose, D Wade, no, Isaiah Thomas, exactly Jay Crowder. See, here's the thing. They, they have can, this, but They can get through the East they if they didn't
2: have to cut
1: Perkins eight straight years right for LeBron. Now,
2: you could you could run Perkins in that lineup and just have him tackle people, use all those fouls, <laughs> just tag, take out Zaza. No, Zaza being the linchpin of that team. You are right, Sean.
0: FCC <laughs> if you take out Zaza, then he can't hurt Kawhi, then he can't hurt other players. No, no, th- no.
2: Perkins is actually on the Cavs right now. He hasn't been cut yet. I think he will be, though.
0: No, what I was saying, yeah, take out Zaza. Yeah,
2: well, how's so he going to after, after hurt Kawhi? Because like, this is after the no, play. No, I'm saying because Zaza
1: hurt Kawhi. Yeah. yeah. How would if the Cavs are playing the pl- playoffs you work know, by the Western Conference? If, if the, conference the Cavs the are Western playing the, s- the, the Warriors, the <laughs> they would have already beaten the Spurs. <laughs>
0: No, no. I was saying <laughs> what I was saying was Perkins can take out Zaza because Zaza took out Kawhi. So then he so can't I'm take saying, out. LeBron. So he can't take out LeBron. Oh, okay. players. there we go.
2: You were insane. <laughs> I like. I like. The, I like the stare of just like <laughs> what uh, the clicking.
0: Warriors are gonna win. Yeah. So it's a it's a sad inevitability. You know. It, I, I I don't understand the D-Wade signing. I get that LeBron wants his boy (laughs) Peanut butter and jelly,
2: man. They just go together.
0: It's an old, stale sandwich with bad bread. But, Sean. It's a moldy bread sandwich. LeBron
2: got even quicker this offseason.
0: LeBron's the best player in the NBA. I'm not saying that. But LeBron, as we saw, could not beat that team last year. But, Sean, do
1: you buy the rumors that by D-Wade saying he wants to retire in Miami that LeBron's going to leave at the end of the year? No. No. He'll sign I'm a one-day
2: just... contract eventually <laughs> with Miami, like when he's 43. No, he's not. Dwayne Wade.
0: Oh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. He's going
2: to Paul Pierce it. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. The, the, the biggest thing for me, though, is when Russ signed with... Uh, do, they, do they make right it extended. interesting?
2: Do, they make, do, do the Cavs make the decision? Does it go more than five games?
0: No. I hope so. we got to hope so, and we got to know. No. As the nihilist I am, no. No. <laughs> We're all dead and decaying. And it might, might, it, might even, five games. it
1: might even be a
0: sweep, not a no. gentleman's sweep. Uh, I, I think it's five. Sweet. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a sweep. I think it's gonna be five, maybe six. But that's I about want, it.
2: I want six or seven so badly. <laughs> I, want seven. I want seven.
0: I want a competitive series, but I don't think it's it's gonna mm-hmm. happen. I yep. just I don't see the Warriors be- being beaten. It fucking sucks. Yep, sucks. Hate the NBA. <sighs> I can't wait for the Savior, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, <laughs> and Markel Fultz to take <laughs> down the Warriors. It's like everyone. Next ke- year. It's
1: like everyone keeps Next saying, <laughs> "Hey, the Warriors won't be able to do this forever. We'll see." No, but they're going to we'll do see. it for a long time. We're it's gonna like contract
2: shenanigans. It's going to be sad.
0: Uh-huh. Tell us who you think is going to win the NBA Finals and why the Warriors will win. Um, in five or six games, or even four, if you really yeah, think that. Yeah, be um, Anyways, that's going to do it for the Fastbreak Podcast. Sorry we're ending on such a depressing note of the Warriors winning and the Warriors being the best team that we've seen in uh, our lifetime. Uh, it's crazy how good this team is, and it's mm-hmm. scary, um, and it's so hard to pick against them because they are that good.
1: Plus, so I know you didn't mention it at the beginning, but you can mention it now about our Fantasy Basketball League.
0: Uh, we'll mention it. Uh, I don't know if anyone's listening, but still, yeah, yeah. Fantasy Basketball League. Uh, down in the link below, click to join. Whoever, uh, remember, if you guys, if you guys get there early enough, you can mm-hmm. join. And you guys can be a part of that. Uh, we're gonna have our own team. We're gonna be drafting, and uh, we're probably gonna be live streaming the draft too. So, yeah. uh, we'll hopefully do all of those things again. Click the link down in the description below. If you're still watching on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out. If you're listening to Block Talk Radio, thank you so much for downloading us. If you want to check out our Patreon page, definitely do so: patreon.com/slash most valuable podcast. You can be on one of our podcasts with us if you hit a certain donation mark. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. For Dave Oster, for Ricky Widmer. I'm Sean Anderson. Next week, we are back to regular Fast Break (laughs) podcast. We're talking news. We're talking basketball. We're talking preseason basketball. It's going to be fun. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.